So I think by now, you guys know me. Most of the people who listen to this know me personally. If you've listened to any other episode, you know that I like to joke around, maybe make some kind of fake advertisement in the beginning, have some music or something in an introduction, and I just want to let you know that I don't feel it. There's no place for that in this episode today. This is a serious topic. This is the most gut-wrenching, heart-melting, just... I don't even know how to describe it. You'll, you'll hear it. I've more or less lumped this episode in with uh, the government that we have in this country sucks theme or episodes. But this episode goes beyond government sucks. This goes into our government is evil. Our government is demonic. Our government... There's not even words for it. And you'll see why. I usually try and script episodes so I don't ramble on for hours. I usually try and come up with verses from the Bible or different quotes from different people to, to justify my position. Because there are smarter people than me. And it's always best to take from them. However... There is no need to clarify why I hold the position that I hold and why I am, I am right on this position. And if you cannot see that, then you are lost. And I will pray for your eternal soul. This episode and the things that I will talk about, full disclosure, are not for the faint of heart. And I'd, I'd argue they're certainly not for anyone under the ages of 14 to 15, maybe 13. This is definitely a strong PG-13 rating. And in today's culture, probably closer to, to, to 15. I would tell you that if you are someone who would consider themselves to be a, someone who's faint of heart, someone like myself who, who really can't stomach things like this, to not listen to this, to kind of glean the general gist of what I'm going to say, and maybe listen to it after like five minutes and be like, okay, that's enough, I'm done. But, this is such a huge issue. This topic, this what I'm going to talk about today, absolutely must end right now. And everyone who can, should listen to this episode all the way through. And when you're done... Not even share it with someone that you know, but at least contemplate taking action of some form. I hope that this moves you to action. I hope that this helps you realize, wake up, that it knocks the scales off of your eyes and truly makes you see what is going on. Because we can say it's going on. We can make the case that the government is evil or, or that the dominant regime is not good. But Christian... Or just decent person in general. Until you truly see and hear it from this. When you truly see and hear it from their documents. You will not 
believe us, and you will not believe us to the truly, to the to the great ends, and to the extent that this is happening. So, I hate, I hate to even frame this like an episode. I really just wish this was just me just talking to y'all. I don't think at this point I need to clarify my position on abortion, but I will. My position on abortion is this. It is evil. It is demonic. It is murder of the highest order. An abortionist is literally a hitman. And a mother is basically someone who hired a hitman. There is nothing compassionate. And I have, other than the compassion and the grace that I'm commanded to have as a Christian, it's about all that I have for these people. I truly believe that abortionists are the most evil people on this planet. What is it that makes you say, wakes up in the morning and say, yes, I am going to go and kill children today? This episode is about that. But this episode goes beyond just abortion, but into an entirely different realm altogether. And... And... Government sponsored experiments millions of taxpayer funded dollars into experiments on aborted children and fetuses I don't know how other way to put it there is no other framing this is what this episode is about yes it is of course about this grander narrative that that big government sucks but that just that pales in comparison to this right Children are being murdered at 20 weeks and being experimented on. And we'll get into the quotes. We'll, we'll get into this. I have the receipts, right? So the first one of these, there's quite a few examples of this. The first one of these, how am I going to make it through this? Um... The first one of these is, all of these studies, by the way, happen at, these are just the only ones that happen at um, the University of Pittsburgh, a publicly funded university, by the way. Starting in 2016, the University of Pittsburgh received $1.4 million in NIH grants in order to operate a distribution hub for aborted fetal kidneys and other organs in NIH's genotriunary um, urinary development molecular anatomy project. Pitt's grants application advertises the university's unique access for a large number of high-quality aborted fetuses and that collections can be significantly ramped up. And that's just the first one, right? The first one, or the second one, and the one that comes also out of the University of Pittsburgh, and it's mentioned in this, is a study done at the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, this is a quote from an article published in Newsweek by David Delighted, uh, the founder of the Center for Medical Progress. If you don't remember this guy, this was a guy who went undercover, exposed Planned Parenthood, 
and then was brought up on criminal charges or, or got the case dismissed or something like that, I don't remember, by current Vice President, then Attorney General Kamala Harris. I don't know what to tell you other than, other than at this point, I, I, I don't want to go out and say that someone is demonic, but this crap, I'm going to try to refrain um, from, from, from cussing. This is just on another level. He, said, he reports this. In one study published last year, pit scientists described scalping five-month-old aborted babies to stitch onto the backs of lab rats. They wrote how they cut the scalps from the head and the backs of the babies, including scraping off the excess fat under the baby skin before stitching it onto the rats. They even included photos of baby hairs growing out of the scalps. I... There are no words. I am sitting here telling you about this in tears. Looking at this website, um, it's a scientific report, and uh, I'll link it somewhere or have pictures of this on the Instagram or something like that. But it li literally is pictures of mice with little heads and human hairs growing out of them. I I don't know how else to put this. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through all of this. It's literally a picture of human skin taken off of the back of an aborted child, right? Created in the image of God from the moment of conception. Grafted onto... I'm the same rat. <laughs> right? Um... There... I'm sorry, it's demonic, it's evil, it's terrible. It's... It goes to an entirely different level of inhumane, of terrible, of just absolutely demonic. Pitt's explanation when they were interviewed, lab mice, not lab rats, the university's witness told the committee. In fact, the published study used both rats and mice to grow baby scalps. How is this paid for? With four hundred and with a four hundred and thirty thousand dollar, right, nearly half a million dollars from the N N I A I D, probably the National Institute of Aid or something like that office, and the National Institute of Health. Pitt's witness implies that the government grants somehow do not concern taxpayers in Pennsylvania. I think they concern more than taxpayers in Pennsylvania. I, I think they, they concern 
every single American citizen. Right? Because this isn't like I'm experimenting on, you know, like 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 a rat. Like, you know, I've seen I've I've heard people make the case against animal experimentation and I I don't know. My opinion on that is is com is unformulated at the point and it doesn't matter, right? Because our federal government, a federal government agency headed by one Dr. Anthony Fauci, paid nearly half a million dollars to scientists to take baby heads and put them on rats. I'm sorry, but, um, this, yeah, it's, it's evil, it's demonic, it's terrible, and... Pennsylvania law makes experimentation on the living fetus or failure to provide immediate medical care to a born-alive infant as a third-degree felony. Sadly, fetal experimentation, including on babies delivered alive in late-term abortions, has been documented at Pitt or at the University of Pittsburgh for decades. Let's just say what I think it said, that they've been experimenting on born alive kids and sounds crazy there's no way that would happen right well if you're thinking that I've got somewhere where I'm going with this because I've got somewhere going with this same guy David Delighted wrote this in 2019 for the Washington Examiner the National Institute of Health grantee um, I can't I'm not even gonna say this guy's name an experimental surgeon, mainly because I can't pronounce it, it's like Gerlach or something like that, at the taxpayer-funded University of University of Pittsburgh, has developed and pu published a grotesque technique to harvest flesh, fresh, pristine livers from intact babies delivered alive in late-term abortions at a gestational age of 18 to 22 weeks. Gerlach's liver harvesting protocol is used for an experimental stem cell transplants, according to current good manufacturing practices or C uh, lowercase c capital GMP guidelines developed by the US FDA <laughs> right <coughs> this is this what I'm about to get into is is approved by the FDA it's approved by the FDA I'm not making this up the abortions associated with our, our protocol were performed by routine medical induction. The labor was induced by a long, I can't say that word, administration, uh, wrote Gerlach. Uh, because we obtained the tissue from intact abdomens and removed the liver surgically under these guidelines, the tissue could be obtained in a sterile manner. The FDA's uh, CGMP guidelines require sterile tissue transplant products which means the abortion must leave the fetus intact with internal organs unexposed to external pathogens. The step-by-step -step clinical details of Gerlach's experiments are surreal. Fetuses were collected and transferred to the current good manufacturing practice facility for human cell processing. How does an NIH-funded researcher collect and transfer a five-month-old fetus? The specimens were placed into sterile bags containing University of Wisconsin liver storage solution 
and each specimen was transported on ice immediately after the abortion to minimize the transfer time until cell isolation. First off, that quote started from the specimens. No, not the specimens. Human children that you just murdered, or just murdered. Or were they? Right? They, this is just an abortion that's been happened. The logistics of the transfer to the of the fetus to the cell isolation facility required more no more than one hour, and our protocol excluded the use of the cells that were isolated more than six hours prior to the transplant. They even washed the babies. Upon its arrival at the facility, each fetus was weighed, rinsed with an iodine solution, and placed onto a sterile surgical tray. I honestly do not know what is wrong with these people. This baby, right, conceived five months ago, right? The, the um, scientists recently have discovered that a baby born at 22 weeks, while it has a very low chance of survival, can survive. 22 weeks is as soon as a baby has been born, right? When you think about, you know, 36, 38, or 40 weeks being the normal span of a pregnancy, that's like half. That is the earliest a child born at has survived. This is at 18 to 22 weeks. This isn't like a clump of cells. Or a little zygote, right? Like this kid has arms, a head, it breathes, it has a heartbeat. And you're just gonna call it a specimen? A fetus? Each fetus was weighed, rinsed with an iodine solution, and placed into a sterile surgical tray. To what? To get the liver and stem cells and. I'm appalled. I'm disgusted. And I hope you are too. See, because this goes beyond like, oh yeah, we're going to do medical research or even like cadavers. Right? This child has not consented to this. For the side of the political aisle that seems to care so much about consent and bodily consent and bodily autonomy. They really just don't seem to care when the child doesn't even have a voice to speak for itself. I mean, why is it considered rape? <laughs> to rape someone who is unconscious or, or has Alzheimer's or, or you know, is, is has blacked out by their own means. Because they didn't consent to it. Because they didn't have brain activity or they weren't, you know, functioning in the right way. That's why it's considered rape. And while someone may, while they're alive, consent to having their dead body be used for medical science, this person did not make the choice. Now, the mother may have made the choice, but for a group of people, some of them especially on the more extreme end, who think that children, teenagers, should be able to get an abortion without their parents' consent or a gender reassignment surgery without their parents' consent, obviously don't seem to care 
about parental consent and think that the child then individual consent is more important than the consent of an adult. Yet, when the child, you know, is living inside of the mother's womb, as opposed to outside of the mother's womb, because you know what a kid is doing inside of the mother's womb? Living. When they are living inside the mother's womb, the mother hires a hitman, and the child is then... What hitman do? It is... Like, there's no consent there? The hell is wrong with these people. Um, seriously. Now these, Delighted goes on to state that these um, experiments are done in vivo. I was not familiar with this term at all. And so, and I'd assume neither are you. So, let's talk about it. In vivo, of course, means in the living. To a medical certainty, a five-month-old fetus aborted intact by labor induction is alive at the point of delivery. Fenticides such as dioxygen cannot be used in a harvesting case, and the whole point of Gerlach's protocol is to obtain fresh, live, clean liver cells for transplantation, minimizing the time without circulation. In other words, these babies either died when they were submerged or put in bags for transport or after their bodies were cut open to harvest their livers. I feel like I need to read this again in order to to get my point across. But I don't know if I can. In other words, in vivo means in the living. A five-month-old fetus aborted intact by labor induction is alive at the time of delivery. Because, see, there are many different ways to perform an abortion. There's especially the late-term abortions. You can either go in, kill the kid, remove the kid, or he is born. Basically, basically there's a C-section, or stillborn, right? Or, which is the way that they would normally do it. Which, if you think about it, right? This, this child has pain receptors in a heartbeat. And what you're doing is you're violating their rights. You are inflicting pain, which they can feel. Stopping a heartbeat, which is separate from the mother's. Brain waves that are separate from the mother's. Tearing them apart limb by limb. Removing them out of the woman after killing them and then there's this way which basically I guess a child is delivered alive which in my book this kind of seems like you know you're just forcing a woman to give birth earlier remember what I read earlier about how Pennsylvania has those laws against um, killing a child that's been born prematurely, or even if it were, were to be aborted, even if the mother didn't want it. Yeah, those lies still apply when it comes to science. This is where it gets crazier. Gerlach's fetal liver experiments have received at least two 
million in grants money from the NIH from 2011. And his works, Exploitation of Born Alive Infants, raises serious questions about whether Health and Human Services violated its own authorization stating in previous administrations. The same federal law that permits HHS to fund human... to f ah, to fund fetal tissue research forbids any involvement in live fetal experimentation except to save the life of the baby. So, there's another one that recently came out that I, I was the one that kindled this. This article came out August 5th, right? Not that long ago. Maybe four to ten, four to five days ago. So basically, um, Yahoo.com reports that researchers at the University of Pittsburgh received at least 2.7 million in federal funds to study fetal organs in an attempt to retrieve half of their samples from aborted babies of minorities according to documents released Tuesday. The National Institute of Health has overseen experiments on fetal tissue at the University of Pittsburgh since 2015 from aborted fetuses ranging from 6 to 42 weeks, or two weeks past what is widely considered to be full term. So, you know, six weeks. Um, I believe that's when a heartbeat begins. Two, 42 weeks which is after the typical due date. From the, for the particular study in question, the grant requested, right, so requested by the University of Pittsburgh specified that half of the samples must come from aborted fetuses of minorities, including at least 25% from African-American women, according to documents obtained by the Center for Medical Progress and Judicial Watch. Projects funded by the National Institute of Health must ensure appropriate inclusion of women and minorities, David Selden, the university's vice chair for news, told Fox News on, on Tuesday, Thursday. They should also ensure distribution of the study reflects the population needed to accomplish the scientific goals of the study. And I don't... Selden said that one of the goals is to support researchers looking for treatments and cures for kidney disease which disproportionately affects minorities. Um, he also added that nope, that researchers have no part in decisions as to timing method or procedures used to terminate the pregnancy. Well, that's good. They don't get to tell you how you kill it. The NIH grants application um, for is just one of Pitt's numerous experiments about with aborted infants, and it reads like the next episode of American Horror Story, David Delighted said. Law enforcement and public officials should act immediately and bring the next Kermit Gosnell to justice under the law. I couldn't agree more. This is absolutely terrible. This is absolutely horrible. This is one of the craziest stories and things to ever come out of mankind. Um... This, this goes beyond 
inhumane and cruel and unusual punishment. I am looking right now at the pictures of of 20-week-old baby scalps on mice. You can see the mice hair, and then you can see the human hair. And my question is, where does this end? In the name of science, in the name of progress, in the name of mankind, where does it stop? Where do we draw the line? Why is there even a line to be drawn? If you don't draw the line at conception and say that abortion is murder, no matter what, for here until kingdom come, why is this bad? Give me a reason why this is bad. Well, we shouldn't be experimenting on humans. Well, if we shouldn't be experimenting on them, maybe we shouldn't be killing them. But if you can kill them, why can't you experiment on them? And why do we have a government that not only encourages this, not only promotes it, but literally funds it with millions of dollars a year? You see, because this goes beyond just, you know, a little bit of funding. This is what it goes to. The NIH spent a record 115 million, 115 million on fetal experimentation last year. Last year, 115 million dollars on experimenting on dead aborted children who shouldn't have even been aborted in the first place. Explain to me how this is okay. I dare you to come up with some justification in that sick and twisted mind so bent out of shape by Satan and the demonic influences over your life to the point where you think you can justify this. Whether it be in the name of science, progress, or, or you know, saving lives, I don't, I don't care, right? Your justification, murder? And then experimenting on on those who have been murdered without their consent. I don't think that consent is even the argument that, that needs to be made here. Obviously, it's kind of funny to go, ha ha ha, look, you played yourself and you obviously don't care. The bigger point is, is just we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't be killing our own children and then treating them like lab rats or in other cases, actually making them into lab rats, right? Like, like I said, I normally have a script. I normally have some way to sum this up or to end it or to say some kind of final point that's already well written out and, you know, understood and out there. And I just don't have that. What I want to end with is this I said on Instagram, and I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I said it over a day ago, so it's not this right there. It goes like this. We really have made health an idol in this country. When you remove God and the hope of eternal life, well, all you get is a group of people 
were debased, senseless, selfish, materialistic humanists bent on their own betterment and survival. You get a bunch of people who think that unborn children are science experiments. They're specimens and fetal matter just to be experimented on. A human child is no more than a clump of cells, a clump of stem cells that we can use to get rid of this. I thought child sacrifice was outlawed, but I guess not. Now we are willing to sacrifice our children to the false gods and demonic powers, when even in this sense, of science, progress, humanism, and ourselves. Imagine if tonight I get killed by a hitman. My mom hires to kill me. Then the U.S. government pays for my dead body, or my mostly dead body in some cases, to be used in some sick and twisted science fair project. Literally, the only difference is that I'm a few weeks older than a 20-week-old fetus. I do not understand on what planet this is. See, people talk about the inhumane things done by the Romans. When they literally would, you know, sew people inside of, like, cow stomachs and then release lines on them or torch Christians in the garden as like, you know, some kind of decoration. Or the Nazis would experiment on people and, and gas people and just kill off a whole, whole six million people just for existing and being the way that they are. I don't know how you can tell me that this is anything else. I'll Google it right now. Number of abortions in 2020 let's see here let's see here according to the CDC in 2018 where did you go So, forty-eight. What does this say? A total of yeah, next to six hundred and twenty thousand abortions happened in twenty eighteen. <laughs> That's over half a million. Right? You play that out over the same amount of time, roughly, that I don't know, Hitler was in power over about 10 years. That would be about 6 million. I don't think it's a it's a coincidence. I do not think it's a coincidence. I have nothing to leave you with here. I usually try to end these things on a happy note. With some kind of hope given. And the only hope that I can tell you is that God's in control. And that one day, 
these people will suffer and they will be judged for what they have done. Unless, of course, they repent and turn to God. But until that day happens, I'm very much so taking solace in the fact that this doctor, doctor, whatever his face is, this guy who, you know, Gerlock, who literally, like, takes five months olds and cuts their liver out, liver out. I'm taking solace in the fact that he's going to get his just desserts. He's going to get his justice. You know, people talk about how our government needs to be moral. How our government needs to promote equal justice. How our government needs to care for, look out for the little guy. Well, until we get this crap, I'm, I'm going to say crap this time, under control, how how can we expect, right, to to have a government that isn't inherently corrupt when we are giving over a hundred million dollars to people for fetal experimentation. You see, because this goes beyond big government sucks. This goes beyond people suck. This goes beyond the word suck in general. This goes to something entirely else. It shows people are evil. People are sick and twisted. And, you know, we want to complain about Joe Biden raising taxes or Joe Biden increasing inflation or, or you know, all these things. Or, or, look, look at what Joe Biden's doing now. Ha ha ha. He said a funny word because he's an old man and he can't talk well. Ha ha ha, look at the guy. He tripped up the stairs. I don't care. I don't want to have a discussion about why vaccine passports are bad. Until we figure out how to say, maybe we shouldn't be sewing children onto rats. Is this making sense, right? Am, am, I, am I coming across clear to you? I don't know what this is. I don't know why it isn't being covered more. I don't know why this isn't the number one story in the world. I don't know why I didn't hear about it until, well, when it came out, I heard about it. And it was like only like this one pro-life page mentioned it. And then, you know, obviously I, I reheard about it when this story came up because I was reminded about it because I have a good memory. But like, why isn't this headline national news? Why aren't Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon and Sean Hannity and Rachel Maddow really goes to show you how much cable news I watch. Why aren't these people talking about this? Why isn't this a bigger issue? With me and my platform of 
I don't know, maybe 10 people who ever watch this? I'm gonna make it known. Because, well, it bears repeating that there's just, it's just this. Right, remember what I said about having a script so I don't ramble and ramble on and I'm about at that point. Look, say what you want. Alright. Justify this all you have to. Come up with whatever excuse you have to make it make sense and to justify it in your head. Oh, but this research is saving lives. Uh, think about that. Killing one human being to save another. Killing one human being to save a hundred. Killing one human being to save a thousand. Killing one human being to save a billion. Two billion. You want to know what's the constant in every single one of those phrases? Killing human being. See, because when literally murder becomes nothing more than a scientific process by which we better ourselves, not only are you sounding insane. You sound like Adolf Hitler. Right. Obviously, what Hitler did to the Jews was awful. It was terrible. He performed experiments on them. He forced them into trains into labor camps. Explain to me how it's any different than this. Maybe the racism factor? But... I don't know. I don't know. Alright. I don't know how to end this. I genuinely don't. And if at this point you've heard me ramble on for 42, almost 43 minutes, thank you. Please share this. It doesn't have to be with everyone you know. It's with someone. Or multiple someones. Because this goes beyond, like, big government is bad, right? This is, big government is experimenting on dead children. And, I don't know, pray for these people. Pray that this guy would see the light, that he would understand that the darkest, coldest, blackest part of his soul is never truly gone and that God is a miracle worker and that even he can change the heart of, of a man so given to murder and to sick and twisted dark demonic acts by which he worships Satan through science and medical progress there's no other way to put it if you disagree with me you're, you're entitled to your own opinion and, like, what happens most of the time when you disagree with me? 
you're wrong.